Welcome to the Sweet Spot, sponsored by Bonten, Etheridge, and Fowler, Attorneys at Law. I'm your host, Corey Bradley, joined by my guy, Chris Liutzi. Chris, how you doing, bro? Hey, I'm good. I'm back another week, man. man. We're down to four. I'm excited. Ah, and it's, it doesn't get any better, man. It's, obviously, I wish my team was in there, but otherwise, <laughs> it can't get any better. I'm, I'm excited. I, how are you doing? I'm good, dude. Like these these teams, Kansas City, Cincinnati, Philadelphia, San Francisco. Like this is what you would expect. If you've been watching the NFL and you get around the week eleven, week twelve, and you're like, these are the teams, the top two teams in each conference. Uh, I know some people have Buffalo in there, but Buffalo showed us why they're still Buffalo, um, and and it's kind of been Philly, San Francisco, and the NFC. So man, these mm-hmm. four teams remaining. Like you said, obviously you want your personal team in there. You want the Colts. I want the Steelers. <laughs> yeah. But if you don't have that, this is this is what you hope for, you know. And and I'm right. not. They're pretty much the four best teams, right? Yeah, yeah, they're the four best teams, and I don't, I don't dislike them. You know, it's like there's not like I hate the Rams. I can't right, stand the right, Rams. Yeah, yeah, and because yeah, yeah. we talk about the Rams, there's they, no Patriots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you know, the Rams traded all the picks and they got Super Bowl and oh look, it worked. And then one year later, you're completely rebuilding and from scratch. Like yeah, y'all got a ring by default somehow with Tart's interception drop against with the Niners. But but man, yeah, and, and, and so the Rams aren't there. The Patriots aren't there. There's teams that you just you know, it's not teams that you just have this strong disdain for remaining. So Kansas City, Cincinnati, Philadelphia, San Francisco, when you think about these four teams remaining, man, I know you talk about these are the four best teams, but but what do you feel as an NFL fan as you get a chance to see these are the remaining teams and deservingly so? I think that's just it. They're just the four most deserving teams. It's probably the teams that if you were to – to pull a bunch of people, these four teams would have probably came up often, right? Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. At, at the Chiefs, obviously, in the AOC, and then it was kind of w- whether or not you lean Bengals or Bills was kind of the yeah. the other way. That was probably the most common matchup, and hey, it's what we got. And common doesn't mean boring, though. I mean, it's mm-hmm. great for a reason. We we all know what Mahomes could do, and then with Burrow and that offense, and that defense is also quietly done with Cincinnati, yeah. and then. The, AFC, the, the NFC, I mean, the Eagles have been we, – we've talked about how the NFC has kind of been lacking this year compared to the AFC overall. But uh, if there's any two teams that haven't been lacking, is, is the Eagles and Niners. Mm-hmm, I mean, they've mm-hmm. had their way with teams all year. Philly and Jalen Hurts, you know, doing his M- MVP campaign. And the Niners, doesn't matter who's the quarterback, it seems. They just keep winning. And Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, these are the four teams you realistically should have been here, and here they are. Man, the Niners, 12 straight wins. They're undefeated since acquiring Christian McCaffrey. Um, you know, mm-hmm. so we, we knew that was uh, like what they say, match made, marriage in heaven type stuff. Like, this is <laughs> oh, exactly, yeah. I mean, this is ideal. Like, oh, his dad, had to be so thrilled. <laughs> dude, his dad played for the Niners. He's from Cal. Like, he played at Stanford. Jalen Hurts, man, this guy's proved all the doubters wrong. Like he is the dude. You got to pay this guy soon because he's already proven, man. And this offense with Sirianni and Shane Steichen, man, this is this is gonna be fun, man. Kansas City, you got Mahomes and Burrow and two of the two of the best guys. You know, like when you look at who would you start your franchise with if you had a pick from any, it would probably be one of those two, right? Yeah. More than likely. Now, I, I very much. There's been a, a lot of discourse, at least in the. Uh, the football world online here lately on whether or not Burrow is kind of past yeah. Allen as a de facto number two. Yeah, and I think yeah. so. Yeah, I mean, me I too. think like you said, I think it starts with Mahomes and then mm-hmm. you go to Burrow and then there's a conversation after that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, 
no, I, I really can't disagree. It, it's that's that's the uh, I don't I'm not gonna. Uh, this might be putting the cart before the horse kind of deal, but I mean, this is the the Manning and Brady. It seems like of, yeah. of this era, right? And mm-hmm, I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure we're gonna be seeing these two for a long time. And we've already seen them a couple times as it is. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. No, those are the guys, man. And it must be nice as Chiefs and Bengals fans to have <laughs> that guy at QB because, golly, it's frustrating. Boy, like, I mean, the Colts are looking for QB. Steelers don't know if they have their guy or not. We shall see. Only time will tell. But it, it definitely must be nice to be Kansas City and Cincinnati right about now for those head coaches, for those fans, for the for that city. And, you know, we talk about these four teams, man. I, I did some, some stat searching and – just okay. look at some of the, the, the common denominators that these teams have. I mean, you look at red zone touchdowns per game. Kansas City's one, Philadelphia three, Cincinnati six, San Francisco eight. Like, you have all teams in the top four as far as red touch, red zone touchdowns per game. So they're getting in the red zone and they're scoring touchdowns. They're not settling for field goals mm-hmm. as opposed to other teams. And when, you, when I looked at it, 11 of the top 12 teams were playoff teams in general. The only team that wasn't give me, I mean, I'm gonna see if you know the only team that wasn't a playoff team that finished in the top twelve as far as red zone touchdowns. Don't overthink this. You've talked about this team before and how good they is were it, offensively. Is it Detroit? Detroit, man. Detroit was number two. Detroit, yeah. Detroit was number two, and and that's huge. That's huge, man. You we looked at how close Detroit was to actually making the playoffs, and so that says a lot when you're looking at building winning teams. Are you getting into the end zone once you reach the red zone? So that was a pretty interesting stat, man. When I looked at that. Top 10 in scoring offense, all four teams in the in the top 10 there. Kansas City, number one, Philly two, 49ers four, Bengals seven. All four teams also, this is huge, all four teams were in the top five when it comes down to converting on third down. Like that's, that is, that is Think huge. about that, yep. man. Talk, talk about that. Talk about the importance of of converting on third down. And each one of these teams, they're in the top five. Yeah, no, I mean, you got to. You need to stay on the field. One, you're you're getting the defense wore out. You do that all game. I mean, that's demoralizing for a defense. And two, I mean, you got to be able to score, and you're not mm-hmm. going to do it if you're not converting on third down. And it makes sense. I mean, look at who's left. I mean, the these offenses. I mean, we talked. I mean, Mahomes. Obviously, everyone was worried, you know, losing Hill, but Mahomes is still Mahomes. He's yeah. Superman out there. And then the, you look at like the, the core of talent that the other three teams have, just overall offensively i mean not as and what's what's interesting though too is as good as they all are there's gonna gonna be some fun defensive Mm -hmm. matchups coming too right and And yes i mean we know the niners uh i mean we can't say enough about their defense what dominico ryan's has done over there i mean they just they're play lights out week in week out philly and we've I think we talked about before the season started how stacked Philly was on paper, yeah, just yeah. offensively and defensively. Yeah, they got yeah. guys just on top of <laughs> They're stacked over there. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, shoot, Cincinnati's defense has been that dude holding Buffalo to ten. Yeah, in Buffalo, in, <laughs> in Buffalo, in a snow game, man. And I sent you uh, for everyone else. I sent you uh, what I thought was an interesting stat. Yeah, where Anna Rumo, I think, coached the game of his life. Uh, there was a stat that Pro Football Focus tracked where it's basically what they called a perfectly covered plays. And it was basically where it was considered a perfectly covered play if every single defender on the play graded positively. Like nobody 
nobody missed their man. Like everyone stayed stride for stride, whatever it might be. Right. Mm-hmm. And the Bengals had, it was like 67% of Kansas city's plays pass plays offensively perfectly covered. <sighs> I mean, uh, not Kansas city, uh, Buffalo's excuse yeah, me. Buffalo's yeah, yeah. plays perfectly covered. Like they were all over it defensively all over it. So, I mean, dude, <laughs> but Hey, that's, that's why that's why we're at, we're down to the remaining four, yeah. right? Like these are, these teams are here for a reason. They're, they're great teams. They're, whether they're great on both sides or whether they're so good on one side, like with Kansas city that they overcome other issues. I mean, that that's why they're here, man. It's the top four. Mm-hmm. And so, man, you one final stat, man, before we actually dive into uh, starting with the AFC Cincinnati, Kansas city, Scoring by quarter, all teams were in the top 10 when it comes to scoring in the first and second quarters. So they hit you in the mouth early. Like, in the first mm-hmm. half, they're taking full control. Now, every the other teams like San Francisco and and, and Kansas City did well also in the second half. Philly, though. Philly I was, was, was going to say, I bet Philly's up there, aren't they? Well, they're not. They're actually, really? when, it, when it comes to scoring in the third and fourth quarter, Philly was 17th in scoring in third. Oh, no, I meant first half. I was saying, I bet yeah. Philly's up there in the yeah. first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, all, okay, all, okay, teams, okay, gotcha. all teams were in the top 10 when it comes to first and second quarter scoring. Gotcha, but gotcha. Philly Philly was average. I mean, 17th in the third, 17th in the fourth. So there, it shows there, if, if you can slow them out in the first half, it looks like defenses make the right adjustments to slow them down even more in the second half. So that's going to be huge to see which team can jump out on the other and especially if San Francisco can do that to Philly, because obviously the Eagles have trouble when it comes to, to putting up points after halftime. And, 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 I mean, we'll see. We'll see. But, man, that's an interesting stat. We'll dive into that probably a little bit more as we talk about these two teams, but these two games, I should say. But, man, Cincinnati, Kansas City, give me your take on who you think obviously will win. You can you obviously, that's your last reveal. But mm-hmm. give me your thoughts on what will lead you to revealing that one team moving on to Super Bowl. Well, I think it's uh, no surprise that the big question with the, the Bengals and Chiefs is how healthy is Mahomes? I mean, that's, mm-hmm. that's so important because the Chiefs go as Mahomes. I mean, like most teams do with their quarterbacks, right? But he really – that. I mean, don't get me wrong. Chad Henney was impressive <laughs> on the on the drive last yeah. week, but I mean that that Mahomes, that's Mahomes' team. Yeah. They don't have a back breaking defense like some of these other teams, right? I mean, they can get after you, but like they don't. They're not a defense that you're probably scared of, yeah. especially compared to like the NFC side. And then their receiving talent outside of Kelsey, I mean, they're not bad, mm, but like mm. they, there's not like a lot of guys that's scary. It's just Mahomes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and the the question is. If he can't, it's just how mobile is he? Like how yeah. how bad is that ankle going to affect him? I mean, I, as a Colts fan, I saw T.Y. Hilton deal with this high ankle sprain thing a lot yeah. uh, the year before, and it, you, you could tell it just was different. I mean, they showed some. Uh, I watched a little video of him kind of practicing today, Mahomes. I mean, it looked relatively fine, but like it's one thing just to do drills in a straight line, then to if he needs to to cut to try and avoid a, a big lineman trying to sack him or something. You know, that's, that's a massive question mark, man. I, mean, yeah. I can't be, we, when we talked about before, I mean, the chiefs have trouble beating Cincy as it is. Yeah. Lost three right? in a row. They're Owen three. Mm-hmm. About three <laughs> and now points. You're, Each you're one sending by three. Out, yeah. And you're sending out a hobbled Mahomes for this one. And this is mm-hmm. Cincinnati just coming in hot, just off that Buffalo win. And uh, I don't, I don't know, man. That's that's really the big question, and I know, um, like 
we uh, when we did a Super Bowl show a while ago for the Bucks and Chiefs, we kind of broke yeah. it down by position. Yeah. yeah. And in, and in my head, it's I think it's interesting. Is if you were to let's say just start a quarterback, right? I think like we said earlier, generally you'd have Mahomes at one, Burrow at two. But do you mm. have an injured Mahomes over Burrow mm. at mm. this point? <laughs> I, I don't know. You know, like yeah. yeah. <laughs> And that'd be the one thing that you're relying on to outmatch the Bengals is the Holmes. And if he can't be Superman, I'm not, I don't know, man, this isn't like we said, when you're in the top four, anybody can win. That's just the, you know, if you're there for a reason, I'm not saying Mahomes can't get a dump. I mean, that, that's just easily the biggest question mark. And that's, uh, to put it all out there. The biggest reason why I'm going with Cincy to win this game. Mm. I, I had from the beginning of the playoffs, I had the chiefs going through the Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, that was my pick, and this his injury slid me the other way. Cincinnati was my number two, so this kind of went how I thought it would. Yeah. But uh, that I don't know. He just he's so much for that team. Mahomes is. He doesn't have the same talent around him that that Joe does. He he doesn't have the even the defense with the way since he's been playing as Joe does. Uh, he also has the the whole mental hurdle of Cincinnati has beaten them multiple times and they know that like they're coming in there with confidence, you know, that, that's just, that's a tough, that's a tough one. They're going to be an arrowhead. I think that helps them. Yeah. And I mean, you have Andy Reid. they've been there yeah. a million times. Mm-hmm. It's probably the, I mean, it, this doesn't say they can't get, it's, it's still almost a 50, 50 game. just like any conference championship game, but I, I, all the injury concern is just too much for me. I'm going with Cincy to win this one, but who knows, man, we'll see. What, what are you thinking with this game? Yeah, you know, you have to start out with Mahomes. How healthy is he? I mean, that's when I look at some of the negatives the Chiefs have, that's what you look at most is the ankle situation. Like, it could be good enough where he can still maintain it, or it could be so bad where, like you said, he can't extend plays. And that's where, when you think about a quarterback and people look at mobile quarterbacks, like, and they think about Jackson and, and, and you know, Kyler Murray, like, no, you just need a QB that's able to extend the plays. Yep. Aaron Rodgers, and that's Tom Brady. Specialty. Yes, these guys, the excellent ones, can buy a little time, escape the pocket just long enough. And if they do need to get to, 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 to run, they'll get five, six, get out of bounds. Russell Wilson's been great by not getting hit. You know, that's when you think about Mahomes and what he's able to do. Can they do enough with that situation? Because they don't have an amazing running game. Like, he's kind of an extension of their running game, you know, yeah, Pacheco's yeah. solid. Uh, Isaiah Pacheco's fine. He's, he's solid. McKinnon is solid. But, uh, man, can he extend enough just to keep these plays alive? You mentioned there's no number one receiver. Like, when they lost to the to the Bengals, it was 27-24 this season, MVS, Valdez Scantlin, led the team in receiving yards. He had 71, but 42 came on one catch. They do had two <laughs> catches, 71 yards. Travis Kelsey had four catches for 56 yards. So, Mahomes only had 223 passing yards total. So this is a Bengals team, as you mentioned. They've beaten them three years in a row. But as you mentioned, Andy Reid. Andy Reid, like, you talk about this being the monkey on the Chiefs' back, right? And you lost to them to get to the championship. So when you think about that, when you lose to a team that kept you from getting to the Super Bowl again, that's all you think about. That's all you think about the entire season is playing Cincinnati again. Here they are back against the Bengals. At home, lost to him three straight. Andy Reid is going to be critical with his creativity in this game. Like, like you never forget losses. Like anybody that knows me, I hate losing. Like I absolutely hate losing, and I never forget losses. Like I still remember losing on PlayStation to my cousin Jeremy and my brother Antoine. Like when I was like twelve <laughs> and you know sixteen. Like I never forget losses. 
So these guys, they, these guys don't either. When I look at Kansas City, this is a team, I think they're going to be ultra-aggressive in this game. And when I say ultra-aggressive, that means there's they're going to have four downs to get 10 yards. I think they're going, they're going to be aggressive. And if it's in that, uh-huh. that gray line area where, like, do we go for it, do we punt it, do we kick it, I think they're going to go for it. If it's fourth and two, I think Kansas City will go for those attempts more. They haven't done many attempts. They have only attempted 12 in the entire season, which is one of the lowest. But they were not a 12. So think about it. They're 75% on fourth down. Like, that's that's insane. Like, yeah. the Kansas City, man, I think they're going to be aggressive and they're going to take – they're going to leave everything out there on the field, including Mahomes. But <laughs> when you look at the Bengals, do they have the best wide receiver trio in the league? Probably so, right? Tyler I'd Boyd, so. yeah. T. Higgins, Jamar Chase. I'd take them over anybody else. And people don't <laughs> people don't people don't realize how how critical Boyd was for Burrow in his first year. Boyd had an insane year before Jamar Chase showed up and T. Higgins showed up. So like this group of guys, man, they're amazing. And Joe Burrow. And on top of that, all that to say, would we be would it be all that surprising if Mixon had a day too? I mean, I would be. Uh, I would. I, I would think be. He could. I would be shocked if it was in the run game because I don't. The Bengals don't have a run game this year. Like for whatever reason, you know, we've talked about these teams who. I'm just uh, not scared of the Chiefs' interior outside of Chris Jones. I guess is weird. So I don't. Ah, I don't know. All that. I all that. I mainly did to go out there that. The the Bengals just have options, I guess. Put it that way. They yeah, they, they, they do have options. <laughs> they do have options. But when you look at the Bengals, when they won, the, when they won this year by three points, P. Ryan was the starter. Mixon wasn't out there, and P. Ryan had a day, like he had a day yeah. against the Chiefs. So, like I said, Mixon, which is did, why I, I could see Mixon doing his thing too. I'm like, if P. Ryan can do it, you know, <laughs> you would think, right? You would think, but yeah. I, think, I think they're they're different runners. They're just different guys. I mean. Like Joe Mixon had seven touchdowns this year, but four came in one game against Carolina. Like yeah, he, yeah. He, they don't have a run game this year with Mixon for whatever reason. Mixon, Cook, some of these guys just Fournette. Like we we know what reason Fournette, but, well, but some, like you said though, when they have arguably the best trio in football at receivers, I guess it makes sense why you'd rather throw it a little bit, right? But it, but that's that's where it gets to where it concerns me in the goal line situation. I think they're willing to throw it more inside the five than having a running back like Mixon, who is really good. I don't think they trust him enough. So, uh, but the Bengals, man, that's the only negative I have is they don't have a run game. That's it. Like they're positives, best wide receiver trio. They have Joe Burrow, Joe Cool. Like you, this is the type of guy you just don't bet against, right? Like this is the dude who is that guy. But Kansas City has that guy too. Like that's where it's flipped. Like it's crazy how tight this game actually is. And so you know, I went back and forth all day, just kind of <laughs> deciding who would I roll with, and. I mean, it's been tough. It's been tough. Like, I really had to kind of come to a decision because we was getting ready to record. Like, that's what it came down to. Like, kind of like, man, Chris, can, can I get another day, man? Can I can I sleep on it? Can I pray nah, about it? Need an answer, Corey. Need an answer. Need an answer. So, <laughs> man, we we recorded the show December twenty third, and we both gave our best our, our best picks for for each conference. And you know, Kansas City was my team in the AFC, but with the Patrick Mahomes situation and how everything has transpired. I, I'm still going to go with the Chiefs, man. Like, I'm still going right. Kansas all City. Right. This is – and I'm just I'm, – I'm putting it all on Andy Reid. I'm putting it all on him, his aggressiveness, his cre- creativity and play calling that it's going to be a play that just stood out. Like, he did that? Wow. He's been holding that for years, I bet. Or he just came up with that last night, you know. I'm going Kansas City. I'm sticking, staying true to my AFC pick that they were the best team from our original episode, December 23rd. 
So I'm going Kansas City, man. I think they're going to get that monkey off their back. And my final score for Kansas City, I'm going 27-23, and the Chiefs will be back in the Super Bowl again. Care Animal Center is a local business partner of The Sweet Spot with Corey Bradley. Their goal has always been to assemble a team that is dedicated to providing quality veterinary services for their clients' pets. Care Animal Center offers surgical, dental, medical, and pet wellness programs for that furry member of the family. Their website is careanimal.net. Care Animal Center, 3454 West Main Street in Dothan, 334-794-6333. Many of us spend more time thinking about what's for dinner than thinking about retirement. But if you think your retirement deserves more attention, I can help. I'm Edward Jones Financial Advisor, Greg Wakefield. Stop by our office at 5630 West Main Street in Dothan. Edward Jones, Making Sense of Investing, member SIPC. Welcome back to The Sweet Spot, sponsored by Bunton, Etheridge, and Fowler, Attorneys at Law. I'm your host, Corey Bradley, joined by my guy, Chris Liutzi. We talked Bengals, Chiefs. He went Bengals. I went Chiefs. Here we go, NFC, Philadelphia, <laughs> and San Francisco. Like I said before the break, like I was a McNabb guy. I had a black McNabb jersey. That was my team. I rolled with the Eagles. And, you know, and Alabama doesn't have a pro team, so you kind of gravitate towards players. I grabbed, I love coaches. I'm probably the only person that gravitates towards coaches. I love coaches. So, <laughs> man, you know, McNabb was my guy. But San Francisco, as a kid, I had Steve Young jersey. Love Jerry Rice. Like, love that Deion Sanders when he mm-hmm. joined the Niners and Super Bowl champions. You know, like, these are two of my teams that I rooted for in years past, man. So, Philly-San Francisco, this is going to be one of the more physical games. You know, so I'm a, you know, so I'm a guy, TJ Serrato, huge Niners fan. He was on the show a couple years ago uh, prior to that Trey Lance decision that the Niners made. And and I saw him the other night at, at Wicksburg, and he was saying, this is the one team. This is the one team that scares me as far as their physical play. And that's what we're going to get, man. Eagles-Niners is going to be a clash of the ages, man. It really is. No, and uh, him saying that that's the team that scares him, I think that's, that's fitting because even as a, like an outside fan, these are the two scariest teams in the NFC. Like, mm-hmm. These are the two teams, right? We kind of t- talked about it earlier. Like, like oh, I want to see them collide. Yeah. And then it's probably going to happen. Yeah. And here it is. I mean, it, and it's, you know, we, we talked about a little bit uh, outside of the show. You know, we've seen the Chiefs and the Bengals before. This, mm-hmm. this is different. Mm-hmm. This is different. So, I mean, this is – you know, we got two new quarterbacks coming in to, yeah. they, who haven't been to the conference championship before. You know, we can't say enough about what Jalen Hurts has done. You know, we, you talked about he was your MVP this year, and I, yeah. I can't argue against. I, you know, I mean, he's absolutely deserving. I mean, he's been incredible. We talked about in the off season how Philly, holy smokes, look at their roster. Mm-hmm, <laughs> and mm-hmm. then what? What are we saying about San Francisco? A holy smokes, look at their roster. Yeah, yeah. I mean, these these are two these are two titans in the NFC. I mean, dude, it, it doesn't get any better. It, it really doesn't. It really doesn't. You're right. It really doesn't. I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to watch it, and so much of it, I feel like, comes down to is really who makes the bigger play because it's both got great defenses. So I mean, I'm not. I, I mean, I, I think the Niners get the nod there, but I mean, Philly's got a great defense. I mean, they yeah. had four guys with double digit sacks, which Insane. is ridiculous. Insane. That's ridiculous. <laughs> dude, like, like yeah. those four guys. So, so the Eagles had 70 sacks. 70. That was 15 mm. more than the number two team, which was Kansas City. Like, 15 <laughs> sacks more than the number two team, dude. That's how good their their front four is with Reddick, Hargrave, Graham, and Sweat. That's insane, dude. Yeah, that's absolutely insane. And that's, 
I think that's going to be the, the biggest thing to watch. I mean, the 49ers have a great offensive line. I mean, Trent yeah. Williams is a future Hall of Famer. They're great, great, great. They have great guys, skill guys around them. And uh, gosh, I'm gonna I'm gonna sound like I'm repeating. I'm gonna sound like a hater again, and I don't mean to sound like a hater. Mm. But once once more, this is mm. this is a test for Purdy. This is a test for a rookie, as great as Purdy has been. This is a test, the biggest game of his life. Yeah, against the best defense that he's gonna have oh seen in this gosh. one. I said I talked about last week how my issue going into this why I picked Dallas was that I thought Dallas was gonna be the first and mm. only good defense, good team that he has played. Yeah, and it showed to his credit. Uh, he didn't really make any. Mm-hmm. There was there was like a dropped interception, but aside from that, I mean, he he played smart. He played safe. He did what he had to do, which is I think I think is impressive. <laughs> I mean, yeah, oh for sure, seventh round rookie to come in there against you know a defense that had been really good. Michael Parsons doing his thing, and you know the guys that get over there. But now we're taking it a, a step even higher. Mm-hmm. Uh, Philly's got an even better defense. We talk about I mean, they're going to get after him. They're, I mean, that's just what Philly does. They got they got the the defensive backs to punish you for making a bad decision under that pressure. I mean, they, it's a, that's a challenge, man. That's going to be the, the the biggest concern I have. And again, this is coming back to a personal. At rookies in playoffs scare me. I will say this. I don't. I don't know what it would take to get me to change my mind. I'm hmm. I'm a stubborn person as it is. But rookie quarterbacks scare me in the playoffs. I just they they always do because. You know, it's just the nature of it. There's going to be things they haven't seen before, and when you're going to go against this this Philly defense, those guys coming after you, and oh, <laughs> that, that's scary, man. It's it's such a big challenge. And uh-huh. oh gosh, yeah, yeah, this game and this game, and then conversely, it's like it's a big game for Jalen Hurts too, man. It is. There's pressure on both sides. I mean, yeah, it's and he's been to his. I mean, that's kind of Jalen's thing, right? Is he just looks unflappable. He's he's so he's calm and just out there doing this thing he was he was that way in college and he's been the same way in the nfl but hey this is this is big man it's gonna be the biggest game that he's had and you're talking about all the, the pressure because they go oh and two when he leaves right yeah. and so he kind of comes back they get that team back on track and mm-hmm. so now it's like all right well they they need you this is it this yeah. is that 49ers defense that no one's been able to figure out outside mm-hmm. of kansas city like here you go he is <laughs> it's up to you to figure it out and Oh, gosh. So, so go ahead, go ahead and reveal. Go ahead and reveal. You kind of this already is tough. Yeah, you, you already know. I'm, yeah. I'm going Philly. Uh-huh, I'm going Philly. Uh-huh. I just can't. I can't ride with the rookies, man. They scare me. <laughs> but uh, it's. But even aside from that, like I, I don't want to take away from like what Philly's a great team. Mm-hmm. They're just a great team. The Niners are a great team. This is such a. I think this is more fifty fifty to me than the AFC game, for me yeah, personally. Yeah, They're both yeah. both are basically fifty fifty, but this one's so. Both teams are just so dang good so all good. around. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and 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 you know, there's similarities. Like, you know, I'm, I'm a, I love defense. Anybody that knows, I'm a defensive guy. Like my yeah. guys that I coach, 11, 12 year old boys basketball. I told them from day one, we're gonna play good defense. We're gonna play great defense because I'm a defensive guy. That's what wins championships. Like, I want to shut you down. I want to hold you to zero points in the fourth quarter. I want to hold you to five points scored the entire the entire game. So Philly's number one. When it comes to opponent yards per game defensively, who's number two? 
San Francisco, man. Like, <laughs> these are one and two when it comes to defense. Yep. And they are very similar in the way they play. They both want to run the ball first. That's yep. what they do. Like, and Philly's I, and I, amazing. And that's a question mark on Philly's side, I think, yeah. defensively, right? Is they, one of their weaknesses, they they got a good pass team. One of their weaknesses defensively is, is, is in a rush game, yep. in a running game. And – I think if San Francisco wins, that that's going to be how they do it. That's that's take that's exactly. take the load. Off. I'm going to basically repeat what I said last week. If you want to beat the Niners, you need to make Purdy beat you. Yeah. Not that he's not good, but he is a rookie. You need to make him make decisions. You know, quick decisions that he probably hasn't had to make before. Mm-hmm. Put it on him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dallas had a chance to do that, but they couldn't put the points up to do it. They held them like they needed to, but they couldn't. They didn't do didn't get enough points to, enough. to really put the pressure on Philly. Philly can. <laughs> And, uh, and they're capable. Put it that way. They 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 are. And, and and you know that was one of my negatives for Philly is that they're not a good against the run. They're only 16th against the run. And the Niners are one of the best for one because they McCaffrey and Mitchell, but they also have the offensive line is amazing. Shanahan's one of the best play callers. Like, uh-huh. and he and specifically it's play action, play call design. Like. You never know who the target is. It could be Kittle, it could be Ayuk, it could be Samuel. It could be Kyle Juszczyk slipping out the backfield when he's been a lead blocker 95% of the time. <laughs> like, that's the beauty of what the Niners bring, and the Eagles' weakness is stopping the run. Yeah, and that's got to be how they win, right? And especially, they're gonna. I think they need to lean on that early because I think play action is going to be scary against those four guys, you know, giving them a little bit of extra seconds to, to get after Purdy. But mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. no, I, I definitely think even as, like I said, I'm picking the Eagles to win, but I I think that's the clear weakness, right? That has to be the, the clear yeah. method of victory, I guess, uh, for San Francisco. What do you think? Yeah, like, so when I look at the Eagles' negatives, it's their run defense, which which is why they went and got Jordan Davis in the first round. And he was amazing when he was out there before he got hurt. But then he got hurt. They went and signed Linval Joseph, uh, Sue as well. And Davis is now buried on the depth chart. Like, they need to be playing Davis. Like, this is why you take a guy like him in the first round because he's so good at plugging up the middle. So they're not good against stopping the run. And as good as the Eagles are offensively, like their versatile attack, right? You look at Hurts and what he's able to do in the passing game, in the running game, what, what Gangwell's done, and Sanders and Boston Scott. I mean, they're so good when it comes to being a, a balanced team. Yep. I don't see them running on San Francisco either because San Francisco has the second-best rush defense, and they only allow 79 yards per game in in the run game. Like, the Niners' rush defense. Strength on strength. Strength. Oh, my God. So, the Eagles want to run, but are you going to run on on the Niners? I don't don't see that. They don't have a running back that scares me. Now, if it's anything, it hurts when the play breaks down. I was about to say, I think the the Eagles, it's almost their combination of of hurts and and Sanders and just the run game as a whole. I get kind of like what Raven, what Baltimore likes to do. But you got to think D'Amico Ryan's is is up every night scheming to keep (laughs) hurts in the pocket, right? So that's that's what scares Eagles fans is stopping the run, whether they better run conversely against this 49ers defense. But you look at some of the Niners' weaknesses, they're 19th against the pass. And they're going against okay. You look at it. When when you're when you're trying to get somewhere, when you're not really sure where you're going, but you know you have a destination, what do you use? On your phone, what are you using? Talking about the GPS? You, you using the GPS, right? So with mm-hmm. the Eagles situation, they have a GBS. They have Goddard, Brown, and Smith. And all right, all right. these are the guys <laughs> that if Philly's going to win, it's going to be 
one of these three guys that absolutely has an insane game. And that's what scares Niners fans is their secondary is average. Like, they lost Emmanuel Mosley earlier in the season. He's out. They have Lenore on one side. They have Traverius Ward, who they picked up from Kansas City on the other side. And teams have been looking to, to attack Lenore and, you know, Hufanga's amazing. Like, I didn't know he was going to be a pro bowler in the second year out of USC. Like, this dude has been absolute, like, a second coming of Troy Palomalu, right? And so, but their corners scare me. So they lost Mosley. They lost um, Jason Verrett, who got hurt again. So their corners against these three receivers, or not three receivers, Smith and Brown and Goddard as a tight end, that's that's where I'm I'm shaky on the Niners. Is and then secondary. you got to do that while still being mindful that Hurts can take off, right? Yeah, you you got to keep an eye on him at all times because he'll he'll take a, a a three yard loss and turn it into a twenty eight yard gain. And so the secondary concerns with the Niners, their offense is not designed to play from behind. You know, they're not. When I say play from behind, play behind the chains. Like if this third and twelve, that's when you allow Hassan Reddit with sixteen sacks. You allow Josh Sweat, Hargrave, and Brandon Graham all with eleven sacks each to tee off on a Brock Purdy who is a rookie and that's where the difference is going to lie for the Niners. Will they stay ahead of the chains, keeping it third and three, third and four, third and five? Because if it's third and nine and more, you might just want to just punt on third down. You might just want to punt on third down <laughs> and just live to see let's go back to the defense. But but yeah, man, that's where I'm concerned with the Niners. They have an offense that's built to run and if they can't stay ahead of the chains with a rookie quarterback against this defense they could be in a heap of trouble, man, because not only did the Eagles, are they first in sacks, 70 in the league, they also had the best secondary as well, only allowing 176 yards per game. So when we talked about that, remember the Eagles stealing Chauncey Gardner-Johnson uh, from the Saints? Like, what are you doing? Like, how do you, first of all, why the Saints only, why are they trading him? And then they got him like a, they, they gave like a, yep. like a fifth-round pick in return or whatever, like, you got Darius Slade, James Bradbury. They picked him in signing, and and then you go and get a guy like 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 Chauncey Gardner Johnson. So the Eagles, man, this is this is one of the most like you said. This is more fifty fifty as close as you can get. In there's a just long so many. Time. There's so much talent everywhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's talent everywhere, man. It's talent everywhere. You talked about Brock Purdy being a rookie. There's never been a rookie quarterback to never. advance to the Super Bowl. Ben Roethlisberger, Joe Flacco, Mark Sanchez. Got close. Sean King is another who they lost 11-5, to, to five, I believe it was, or uh, to the Rams, 11-6. But when you look at those four QBs who all lost as rookies in the conference championship game, Sean King, Joe Flacco, Ben Roethlisberger, Mark Sanchez combined for four touchdowns and nine interceptions. They, they, they say this huh. game, they say this game is more – there's more pressure in getting to the Super Bowl than actually playing in the game. And and I believe that's true, man. I believe it's true. And, you know, when I look at my pick for this game, I love both teams. I love a lot of guys on both sides. And and you know when – you know, I'll take you back to school. When you're taking a test and, you know, the Scantron, it's multiple choice. And, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> you, you, and I was a slow test taker. I make good grades, but I was a slow test taker. I would look at a, a question, you know, two or three times. I'm, I'm like triple checking to make sure this is right. So I would go with an answer, right? And and if if for some reason my mind tricked myself into going with another selection, I did it. And then I get the test back, and I was like, "Man, I knew it was me. I had me. I erased it. Like what? That was that's one of the most 
frustrating experiences when you're taking a test is when you had the right answer, but you changed it for whatever reason. You, you allowed your mind to talk you out of it just by staying on it too long. And so I'm not going to stay on this, this game too much longer. Eagles 49ers, man, I've got to stick with my original pick. The Niners are still the best team in the league, not just the NFC, but in the league. And we talked about this December 23rd. I went Kansas City as the best team in the AFC. Had Niners as the best team in the NFC. And I would be upset if I changed my answer now. I would be highly upset if I changed my answer. So I'm sticking with my two teams, Kansas City, San Francisco, Super Bowl. All right. So, hey, is this – so we disagree on both picks, both sides. (laughs) There we go. Dude, (laughs) dude. Because we we were – both we had three picks last week. And, and one pick that differed, but yeah, this one is 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 uh, it's gonna be interesting, man. I'm going I'm going Niners twenty to seventeen. I think this is gonna be a field goal game. I think Robbie's solid goal is going to be the difference, and it's not gonna be a lot of points because we know these are the two best defenses. So I'm leaning on Robbie goal, and I'm leaning on Shanahan, similar to like Andy Reid. It's gonna be play calls that you talk about it. Talk about that for a second as we close. As we close, we got about two three minutes left. Man, talk about what you see with Kyle Shanahan because you talked about his offense and how how amazing and how unique it is compared to what we see in the NFL today. Oh yeah, they just they get uh, I've said this ad nauseum, but they it's the closest thing that I think you can get to watching like a college offense just with the spacing they get. Dude, there's so many people open. It's what it feels like. Like it feels like I'm watching a college game yeah. where the <laughs> guys are wide open because the talent gap is that big. You don't see that in the NFL, but yep. you do with San Francisco. Yep. Right? And <laughs> and, and those guys are wide so open. They're, they're, like, they're wide open. Yeah, like, wide open. And that's and, what you and he, he does this week in and week out, and it's and it's and as Philly, so they get they get the wonderful you know if we're going stay on this this whole test thing they get a wonderful test of trying to solve that right they get yeah. to try and figure figure the shanahan offense out and then also they got to keep in mind they got mccaffrey in the backfield too he can go out wide they move him all over the place yeah. <laughs> gosh if you're if you're trying to look at it i guess for philly is they have the guys that can disrupt up front so any sort of these like long kind of swing around plays i don't know if they can work the same way with San yeah. Francisco, like yeah. if you're going to do an end around, all right, you better hope the sweater Reddick isn't blowing it up <laughs> there mm-hmm. at the edge, right? Mm-hmm. And so there, there's risk in that, which conversely, you got Trent Williams and, and Kittle out there setting up blocks too. Uh, dude, strength on strength. Again, I, it's just. It's going to be amazing, dude. This is going to be, <sighs> like I said, like, like I said off man. air, man, there's no way I'm missing a single second of this game. There's no way. Like, this is something that we don't get a chance to see often, and and because they they they're so similar in how they both want to mm-hmm. play, their strength like I'll, you said I'll, strength on strength. If I can if I can ask you a question real quick, last week one of the reasons that we both ended up picking uh, the Bengals over the Bills was was Joe Cool, right? We we thought yeah. that Josh Allen would be more likely to make yeah. the costly mm-hmm. mistake, mm-hmm. and Burrow wouldn't be. Mm-hmm. So if I pose that same question to you mm-hmm. here, mm-hmm. what do you think? You know, mm-hmm. both you know, Purdy and Hurts. Purdy obviously hasn't you know he's only started a couple games as a rookie, but Hurts hasn't been this far either. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, Hurts, Hurts hasn't turned the ball up. He only had six interceptions this year. Mm-hmm. You know, Purdy, uh, like you said, being a rookie, like when he his, like this, like his first four starts, he had like two touchdowns and a pick in every game. And you you live with it. You know, you kind of live with that yeah. with the situation. And I think he's only gotten better since then. Now, like you said, this is the best defense he's faced uh, as far as pressure goes and the secondary that that we talked about. Uh, if I think both guys can be turnover prone in this type of game because neither one of them has been there, as you said, and they're facing a defense that they've never faced anywhere close yep. to all season. So I, I don't expect either one to play a perfect game. I don't think either one will play an amazing game. I think it'll be one of those, a touchdown in the pitch. That might be what yeah. it comes down yeah. to, though, yeah. right, is that one that one mistake because, like you said, both teams are so dang good. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. might be all it takes. You That's know, all that it might takes, be the man. dagger. That's all it takes, man. So – Dude, that's an excellent question. That's an excellent question because we don't have that Burrow Mahomes matchup, and and I love Jalen, and I'm I'm a growing fan of Brock Purdy's, uh, and 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 man, this is gonna be this is gonna be a, a <laughs> I can't even get words out. That's how exciting I am, man. Like, yeah, and I'm it's glad. A big one, man. Dude, I'm so pumped, so excited. Niners, Eagles, we got Chiefs, Bengals to go to the Super Bowl. And I hate the Rams. So glad they're not in there. They were in there last year, and they they beat the Niners. And I was so mad, mad at Tart, mad at how that unfolded. Uh, but this is a game right here, the Eagles and Niners, where like, man, oh boy. So hold on, Niners. If it is Niners, it's Robbie Gold, and and that defense, obviously. If it's Philly, they hey they trust their GBS man, Goddard, Brown, and Smith. They trust that GBS to get into the yeah. Super Bowl, man. And those three guys are amazing at what they do like they are crafty they make plays and Jalen Hurts he finds them he finds them so he does man Chris as we as we close man give me your final thoughts as we uh we look to Sunday I I just I just want some some fun games man like he said uh kind of earlier in the show as a as just a straight up football fan this is I, I couldn't really ask for better matchups I mean this is I'm just I'm pumped for it. I'm excited to watch it. Uh, you know, I talked about the AFC game mm-hmm. being close to a 50-50, but then that NFC mm-hmm. game, holy! I mean, it's mm-hmm. just, it's all great teams. We're going to get to see you know uh, one of the great quarterback battles that we're going to probably watch for the next ten years on the yeah. AFC, and then the NFC is just a these two titans, right? And so it's I don't know, man. I'm just pumped. I'm <laughs> couldn't be more excited. I'm I'm ready for Sunday to get here. Yeah, man. That's. We we chose differently, we but did. hey, when you get down to these these four, it could go anyway. Mm-hmm. They're all great, you know. So it wouldn't surprise me if, if the Chiefs come out and win. It wouldn't surprise me if the Niners go and win. As mm-hmm. as much as I sound like a rookie hater, it wouldn't surprise me, right? You know, at it, some point it got to happen. Right? At way. some point it has to happen where a rookie does win. I'm just like waiting for it. I'm waiting for it, right? Yeah, yeah. like like <laughs> I, I get it. I get it. Like Buffalo, like I don't believe in Buffalo until they actually do it and, and show me that they're there and, and, and they're not. So, uh, yeah, man, Shanahan, play calling, Andy Reid, play calling. I'm hanging it on them to, to, to cook something up, and we'll have a rematch of the Super Bowl. In my opinion, that's what I'm predicting, as we saw a couple years ago. Chris, my guy, appreciate you always swinging through the sweet spot, dude, and, you know, we'll be back at it to talk about these games and, and, and what our Super Bowl matchup ends up being. So, appreciate you, dude. I appreciate it as always. Yeah, this, this is fun. I'm excited to see see how it goes. And as I always say, there's nothing better than being in the sweet spot. <laughs>